1: Natchez with speed back in, and that's just over the top of the net. Oh, uh, Natchez was trying that signature wraparound move and just ran out of real estate. And, uh, excellent defensive play by DeHaan, and the Canes clear the zone. Speed of another move that the Canes made this offseason, bringing back Calvin DeHaan on a PTO, and then he played his way to the contract. Now a quick shot, no score and Geddes off. Picks the near side and with 212 left in the first. San Jose takes the one-nothing lead. <laughs> San Jose out of the slot. Makes the save. Stopping LeBanc Point blank. Hurdle. Ross ice. And a Ronta with another save. Rebound for Carlson. And his drive is blocked by Martin a Chance from the sharp angle doesn't get through, and the games will clear. All three good chances there for the shot. right in. Oh, a glorious shorthanded opportunity for the Canes defenseman. Kept in by Burns. 33 seconds left in the period. is trying to get to it. Takes the San Jose bounce. Lebanco has it taken away by Svechnikov to Natchez. And new score! Oh, one hands, hand! Marty Natchez! We're tied at one. Wait for no. second. With it. Now loses an edge, but gets right back up. Finds and Teravainen looking for Jarvis. Comes across for Pesci. They score! Pesci with a low drive. It gets past Reimer. And with a minute 58 left, it's Sebastian Ajo's first of the year on the deflection. And the Canes take a 2-1 lead. So it's Couture against Stahl. Pushed back. Meyer gets to it. Goes off of a body of the bank in the slide out in front. Ronto with the save. One second left. Mercy wants to
0: Got it with a layered glove. Couture won the draw cleanly. And Antti Ranta, after giving up a a savable goal, Carolina built a game. And there wasn't a ton of quantity. But in the second period, and they're that buzzer beater, Ranta made some terrific stops. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Cane's Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's
2: Adam. Welcome to the Cane's Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold at 2.17 in the morning. Hi. It's the morning after podcast. And it's late or it's early. It's one of the two. It's both. Hurricanes are 2-0 and on the season. That's good, and you know what I like to say? You can't go 82-0 without first going 2-0. Yes. All right, so the Hurricanes beat the San Jose Sharks 2-1. We are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hannon's crew do a great job. Go check them out online. Aluminumcompany.com. Free, no obligation estimate there. Little punchy. Understandable. Good game. Very, very good hockey game. Hurricanes were excellent tonight. A little bit little bit of a slow start. Uh, probably the first 10 minutes, I thought it was a little sleepy. But they turned the tables and got to their game, even though they gave up the first goal. First goal was kind of fluky and a bad goal for Ron to allow, But uh, or whatever I just said. Uh, but ultimately, Carolina wins the game 2-1. But from really the middle of the first period on, but if you just wanted to say the second period on, Wow, the ice was tilted in front of James Reimer, who played very well. I think Carolina kind of let him off the hook a little bit. There weren't a lot of rebound chances. Um, I think Carolina had 11 rebound scoring opportunities. Not scoring chances, but 11 rebound chances in the first win over Columbus. I think they had just four tonight. So that's an indication of are you in the right spots? Are you in those dirty areas to create more scoring opportunities out of your chances, to really ratchet up the uh, the danger, the great A's. And I don't think they were there tonight. They were much better than San Jose. They had the puck all night long. But I don't think they were as determined to get to the middle of the ice. Yet, that's where the game-winning goal was scored. So... Just to illustrate that point, and we'll go through uh, the goals and some plays. uh, From the second period on, first period, kind of even, slight edge to Carolina, uh, but from the second period on, the Hurricanes attempted 53 shots. Did seem like San Jose blocked all of them. San Jose attempted 20, total. 20 shot attempts in two periods. They only had 32 for the game. Carolina was excellent with the puck. Didn't always create the most out of it. The interesting part is for all those chances, the Sharks ended up with 10 grade A chances, according to Natural Statric. Hurricanes only had 13. They basically doubled them up in scoring chances. Thirty-four to eighteen, but the great A's or high dangers, thirteen to ten. This is in all situations, and some of this, like I think Columbus, the Columbus, I'm still stuck on Wednesday. I think San Jose's best work was really done on the power play. I actually think Carolina's penalty kill was good, but San Jose had chances on the power play, and yeah, I mean Carolina needed some big saves from Ante Ranta uh, on the uh, at five on five. The numbers were even more gross in favor of Carolina at five on five in the last two periods, forty-three to nine shot attempts, seven to two Grade A scoring chances, twenty to four scoring chances. I mean, it really was a dominant performance at five on five for Carolina. Yet they need the late Sebastian Aho goal to break a one-one tie. Um, all three goals scored late today. You have Getty Svechnikov, the other Svechnikov, Svechnikov the elder. He scores the first goal for San Jose. And again, soft goal. I think it was one that either Ronta didn't expect or, I don't know, surprised him in some way. Short side, I don't think Svechnikov thought it had any chance of going in, but it did. Much like his brother <laughs> on Wednesday when uh, Andre scored on Daniil Tarasov. So that made it 1-0. That goal was late. And then Carolina threw a lot of shots, a lot of chances at uh, James Reimer in the second period and just couldn't buy one. This one was from the first period.
1: Nates was speed back in, and that's just over the top of the net. Oh, uh, Natchez was trying that signature wraparound move and just ran out of
2: real estate. I was surprised that on the backhand, he actually really could have scored. I don't think the shot even got to Reimer. Maybe it did. Uh it looked like maybe a stick got in there, but Marty was pretty close to scoring that goal. Then, in the second period, here's Brett Pesci all alone. Oh,
1: Pesci right in! Reimer robs Brett Pesci! Oh, a
2: glorious shorthanded opportunity for the Canes defenseman. There were a ton of opportunities for Carolina in the second period. Uh, actually, the Natchez uh, backhand wrap came in the second period, too. I should have consulted my notes. How late is it? It's 2.23 in the morning, just in case you want to know. Uh, Andre uh, took a shot into the glove of James Reimer. They just had plenty of chances in the second period, just couldn't get any to go. Uh, they had five grade A's, 10 scoring chances altogether. Uh, outshot the sharks at 5 on 5 13 to 1 in the period. Before I forget, the only really disappointing part of tonight's game for Carolina, but the power play was kind of trash. And the first one, I've never seen Tebo Terranovaed look so bad. Was <laughs> it it was not a night for Turbo. This is not what he wants to put in the time capsule. Unless he wants to just bury it and never look at it again. Uh, but he, he lost he lost the puck, had the puck taken from him three times in the first minute of Carolina's first power play. Three times. The other disturbing thing about the game, maybe for Carolina, is that they uh, were shorthanded early in each period. I mean, five penalties altogether. You know, some of the power plays were just partials because... You know, either Carolina committed a penalty to negate one, and so it wasn't a full two minutes, uh, or vice versa. Uh, but still, five penalties, too many. Uh, you'll you'll get you'll get beat by better teams. San Jose is in a total rebuild. Uh, they just don't have the scoring depth uh, that they used to have. They don't have the scoring depth that most teams in the NHL have these days. So it's one nothing San Jose. It is late in the evening, and Martin Natchez blew that room away.
1: Kept in by Burns. Thirty-three seconds left in the period. Natchez trying to get to it. Takes the San Jose bounce. LeBanco has it taken away by Svechnikov to Natchez will score. Oh, one hands Martin Natchez. We're tied at one. Late in the second. Boom.
2: Boom. 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 Boom, 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 boom. Late in the evening. No, I shouldn't sing. Although, at least if I sing the song, it's not a uh, violation of copyright. Uh, we don't have license to use music and podcasts like that. So I have to sing it so nobody will know what it is. Anyway, um, that play was really made by Andre Svechnikov. I mean, give credit to Martin Neitz for the goal. And he was great tonight. He was, I think, Carolina's best forward, uh, best player, to be honest. Uh, But Andre with the strip of Kevin LeBanc and the dish to Natchez, who went forehand, backhand, forehand, uh, and then a quick release far side on Reimer for the tying goal. 27 seconds left in the period. Uh, And it would have been almost a shame if Carolina didn't get anything out of the period. As dominant as they were, still trailing going into the third, but they drew even. And even though uh, they didn't score until late, They were really in control of the game. That didn't mean that Ante Ronta didn't have to make some big saves because he did absolutely had to make some big saves, but uh, Carolina was just significantly better Adam Golden, studio with my man Ryan Monsine from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You guys have tons of products. Let's talk about gutters, specifically the gutter helmet. Yeah. Gutter
0: helmets can make it so you never have to clean out the inside of your gutters again. And also, if you need new gutters, the Aluminum Company can help you out with that too. You don't have to stop, get a separate contractor to do the wood rot, the gutters. We can take care of it all. The Aluminum Company in North Carolina is a one-stop shop. We give free, no-obligation estimates. We can come out there, assess what you have, have going on with your gutters. And make a recommendation and make it so you don't have to get up on a ladder and and
2: do a dangerous chore anymore. People don't understand how dangerous it is. Or maybe I'm just nervous when I get on a step stool because I'm not very tall, but that product is amazing. The gutter helmet is amazing. Is it one size fits all? Absolutely. The gutter helmet can work on existing gutters, new gutters, five
0: inch, six inch gutters. We can help you with it all.
2: 800 672 4348 online, aluminumcompany.com for a free no obligation estimate for your gutter helmet. And then we get to. The final, it was a face-off in the offensive zone with a little bit more than two minutes left. They let Ajo go take it, um, and then Carolina has possession of the puck, and Ajo says, third periods? Oh, that's right. This is where I score goals. Now Ajo with it. Uh, loses an edge but
1: gets right back up. Finds Terravina. Terravina looking for Jarvis. Comes across for Pesci. They goal! With a low drive, it gets past Reimer, and with a minute 58 left, it's Sebastian Aho's first of the year on the deflection, and the Canes take a 2-1 lead.
2: He made us wait 118 minutes and two seconds for his first goal. Shame on Sebastian Aho. I um, had a pretty good game. I mean, I know, like in the NHL, because he scored the game winner and it was late, he gets one of the stars. I thought Aho uh, was sporadic. I thought that line was sporadic tonight, but on the goal and the 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 video is circulating all over the place. Not only does Ajo kind of win a board battle, he wins the puck off the wall and that helps keep the play going and it gets around eventually to Pesci at the right point who very smartly uh, makes the um, it was not really a shot it's a pass uh, but he throws it out in front low aho absolutely undresses william uh, william uh, eric carlson or i shouldn't even say that cuz i don't think A- aho did anything spectacular i think eric carlson was napping maybe he's on east coast time and it's 2:28 i don't know all i know is carlson just let aho walk right around him and he gets to the he gets the best position in the slot it goes off the skate. I don't know if it hits his stick or not. Uh, so Ajo's goal makes it 2-1. And while it was a little hairy at the end, Ronta had to make a couple of saves in the last two, uh, almost two minutes. But uh, the Hurricanes come away with a 2-1 win. All right, so a couple of quick things, and then I'm going to bed. Uh, it is, uh, 2:29. 2-29. Uh, Natchez, for the second straight game, was Carolina's best forward. Tonight, he was their best player. In game one, Freddie Anderson was their best player. We talk about it before the season started. And I I started talking about it last year as soon as they were eliminated. We're we're always hung up on who we bring it in, who we bring it in, who's going to do this, who's going to do this. The Carolina Hurricanes' fate will be determined by their core players. And in order for the Hurricanes to take another step forward. And I think we're all in agreement here the makeup of this team is good enough to win a Stanley Cup. If you want to get to the Stanley Cup and throw your team on the ice for seven games and see where the chips fall, the only way that's happening is if Natchez, Svechnikov, Jarvis, Ajo, Teravainen, to a lesser extent, Kokoniemi. Those five guys, those first five guys must be leaders offensively. And if you think about it, Ajo was more than a point a game last year. Svechnikov fell off late, so he didn't have a great year. Taravainen kind of rallied a little bit. I think Taravainen had a good year. Not a great year, but a good year. Jarvis, excellent rookie season. Natchez was a disaster. Kokaniemi didn't get a ton of opportunity, although he did get power play time, and then he was a no-show in the playoffs. Natchez was also kind of non-existent in the playoffs. So if they want to get the most out of this year, it's got to be a lot of 88 and 82 and 37. Yes, the other guys need to do their thing. But that's where, especially on home ice, they're going to get so many favorable matchups. If Svechnikov isn't at least a point a game at home, it'll be surprising. And I could say the same thing for Natchez too. The matchups they're going to get that Rod is going to be able to get them on home ice against bottom pair defensemen and, you know, bottom six forwards. They have to take advantage of that. And, again, my feeling is that the biggest difference right now in Natchez, his, I don't know if we have a heat map for Marty Natchez, and I'm not even talking shots. I'm just talking where is he? I, I've have noticed him in front of the net in that in the there's like a little almost a trapezoid that uh, they kind of draw out in front of the net. It goes diagonally from the two posts out towards the circles and then back in the middle. I've seen Natchez there a, a ton. I know it's just two games, so I'm hoping it'll continue because Marty's been very very good. And good for him. Two goals, two assists through two games. Uh, I think Yesperi Koke and Andre Svechnikov have both been good. I actually thought that line against Columbus in the first period and a half, the the line as a whole was not good. I thought Nate I think Natchez has been great from start to finish in all in both games. I thought that line was kinda not so great for the first maybe half of the Columbus game but ultimately they've been excellent I don't know that they're their, they've been their best line. actually I think the best line might have been the fourth line um but the Kokaniemi line I thought was really good tonight Kokaniemi won nine of fifth nine of 14 faceoffs tonight I believe he won 11 of 16 11 of six I think I think he was 11 of 11 and five on the dot um Against Columbus, so nine and five tonight. It's an impressive number. Jordan Stahl won eleven of his sixteen faceoffs. Sebastian Ajo had a tragic night, catastrophic night in the faceoff circle. Six wins, twelve losses. Oh, gosh, Sebastian. Uh, but he was very good the other night. Um, I think Seabass will be around fifty-three or so percent for the year. Maybe a little better if he gets uh, just has a little bit of a tick in, of, of improvement. Uh, but the Kokaniemi development so far has been very good. And uh, I I think I was very open about me not being a Kokaniemi guy. I didn't like the contract. I didn't like the length of it. I thought that was it was a predetermined contract. I thought there were times last year where he should have come out of the lineup. But he didn't for obvious reasons. Because they clearly have invested a lot of market research I don't know but he's been very good through two games and that is incredibly encouraging
0: I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers with class sizes like about 16 per teacher you can really get that one-on-one help
2: Granted, Columbus and San Jose, not exactly like the 2001 Colorado Avalanche. So, grain of salt, right? But uh, two good performances, uh, definitely from Natchez, but also from KK and Svech. We need the Ajo line to just kind of be a little bit more consistent. We saw spurts of it tonight. They had a couple of shifts where they were amazing. Uh, but a lot of shifts where they were not really noticeable. Uh, so, need to just crank up a little bit. Uh, I thought Brent Burns played a very good game tonight. It had to be difficult for him to do that. I'm looking for Burns to start getting it cranked up on this trip. Seattle on Monday, uh, Edmonton on Thursday, right? Edmonton on Thursday, Calgary on Saturday, and then Vancouver the following Monday so uh, we got a lot of time off we got two days off before they play again then two days off before they play the third game of this trip this could have gotten much worse for San Jose but they blocked 22 shots <laughs> 22 shot blocks not only did they block 22 shots but basically everybody blocked shots the there were they had three skaters that didn't block a shot tonight Yevgeny Svechnikov didn't block a shot. He had a goal, though. Timo Meyer didn't block a shot. And Kevin LeBanc didn't block a shot. Actually, no, four. Noah Greger. Noah Greger also didn't block a shot. What are these guys doing? Twenty two shot blocks. Incredible stuff. Uh Carolina outshoots San Jose thirty five nineteen for the game. Uh, and like I, uh, I want to say. You can't go eighty-two and zero without first going two and zero. I'm so tired. It's two thirty-six. We're leaving. Uh, I've done enough. Uh, the next Canes Corner podcast will drop after Monday's game against Seattle, uh, and then, of course, I hope you subscribe to the Canes Corner Podcast. Because then you get, not only do you get the morning afters, but you get 25th anniversary pods. Uh, and uh, the 2002 championship team, we have part two of that episode that will drop on Wednesday. So I hope you've enjoyed those. They've been fun to do. There's a lot of work, but they've been fun to do. And it's all, also been cool to talk to all these people about it. Because that year laid the groundwork for 2006. So, I know this was brief. I hope you didn't even finish walking the dog. I'm sure the dog hasn't even pooped yet. This is what you wanted to hear, isn't it? I'm Adam Gold. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Han and his crew do amazing work. If you want to make your home more beautiful on the outside, more energy efficient throughout aluminumcompany.com. Three stars of the game. Number three, Auntie Ranta. Number two, Andrei Svechnikov, number one, Martin Natchez. Book it. See you Monday.
0: You've been listening to the Kane's Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Hey, I drive yes, I do. The Kane's Corner Podcast. Is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep House Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.